ओम
because in Russia there is more response. But still, we see uh, more people are interested in looking after their chickens than chanting Hare Krishna. They're all preparing to become chickens in their excellent the devotees. Well, maybe they'll become parrots in Vrindavan. So, actually, it's not so common to come to Krishna consciousness. Only people who are very, very fortunate take to Krishna consciousness. How often we find that people who are materially unfortunate, they take to Krishna consciousness. But that material misfortune, if that is the uh, impetus for them to come to Krishna consciousness, then that is actually their greatest good fortune. Just like when I look back on this life before I came to Krishna consciousness, I find it was all suffering, completely miserable. Not that I had a life spectacularly different to anybody else's. But somehow I was feeling totally miserable. Well, that's good. Because that, because of that, then uh, I was able to come to this Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, even people may like the devotees, but unless they have some impetus to it, they won't actually take to Krishna consciousness. <coughs> Just like we see when we go chanting Harinam, many people they look and they smile and they think it's nice, very nice, and then they go and take their lunch, and they're thinking this ham roll and beer, this is very nice, and they may say to their friends, did you see those Krishnaites dancing? That was also very nice. And the sun is shining today, that's also very nice. So, it's nice that Krishnaites are dancing. I'm not going to join them because I'm happy eating my ham roll in the sunshine. Let them be happy in their way, and I'll be happy in their It's a very common idea these days, isn't it? Just let everyone do whatever they like. Whatever you like, if it makes you happy, it's okay. Everything is okay. Therefore, Krishna says, only one among many millions of people come to me. Because everyone is complacent in this material world. And even if they take to so-called spiritual life, they are very much averse to the sense of surrender to Krishna. Of course, now is the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement is to pick up all the fallen, foolish, rascals, idiots, and make them into them. So even though uh, it's generally very rare to for someone to become a pure devotee of Krishna, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's grace, it has now become very easy. And the process is so easy and attractive that anybody can take it up. Generally, to make any kind of spiritual advancement, one has to be born in India. One cannot follow the Vedic process unless he's within the Varnashram Dharma, which is practiced in India. So if one is born within the Varnashram system, then he can perform his duties according to his Varna and Ashram, and gradually become uh, advanced from the level of Shudra to Vaishya to Kshatriya to Brahmana. And then, uh, after practicing as a Brahmana for some time, he may come to the realization, actually this material one is miserable, and then come out of the Karmakanda to the Jnana the, the path of knowledge. But then again, similar thing Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> After many births, uh, one who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me, knowing me to be all that is. 
such a great soul is very rare. So normally the system is one has to be born in India and gradually promoted to the platform of spiritual knowledge and then to the platform of Krishna consciousness after many births. Now here we all are in Russia. This is not the land of spiritual life. But here, people, you are all chanting Hare Krishna. That means on a level higher than that of those following the Varnashram system. On the path of Bhakti Yoga, pure devotional service. Savai Pongsam Paro Dharma, Yutho Bhakti This is the topmost religious path. Pure devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is ad hoc saja, who is not perceivable by the mundane senses. That pure devotional service should be unmotivated and uninterrupted, and then it will completely satisfy the So, this is the mercy of Sri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that we have received through the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and his followers in disciplic succession, who have taken up the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That Prati Ghare Ghare Gya Kara Ebikka Bhaja Krishna Bala Krishna Kara Krishna Shikha. The message, the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is to go door to door and beg people to worship Krishna, chant Hare Krishna, and learn about Krishna. Oh. Now, this is the tremendous mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his devotees that we who are not fit which can normally be considered not fit for spiritual life, are now able to take to this topmost system of religion, Krishna consciousness. That very rare gift of Krishna consciousness, which could not be attained in many, many lifetimes, we can take it very easily by the grace of Sri Krishna, Tita, Mahaprabhu. Now in this verse, Lord Krishna states that many people may take up spiritual life, but very few attain perfection. Now we see that Similarly, many people take up Krishna consciousness, but different people take it up with different levels of seriousness. So some people take to Krishna consciousness and they chant and they follow, and then they go away. It's actually quite amazing that someone who has changed their life so much that they've given up meat, fish, eggs, gambling, intoxication, vodka, tea, coffee, all these things, and then again they go back. They made such a big change in their life. They were very, very serious. One has to be serious about Krishna consciousness to give up all these things for the sake of serving Krishna. But still, nevertheless, some people, even after taking up Krishna consciousness, and sometimes even after practicing for some years, go back to old bandhans. So the reasons for this could be analyzed in various ways. Prabhupada in one purport speaks about complacency in the transcendental position. In other words, someone is not very careful. And even though he may be very advanced, then Maya can gradually capture him. You can just imagine if you're living with a tiger. So you, by some technique, you may be able to tame it. But even if there are actually people who they keep tigers as pets, especially if they take them from the babyhood when they're a cub, and then they bring them up, it's possible to keep a tiger as a pet. So even if the tiger is your pet and it appears to be quite tame, you should always remember that it's a tiger. And if he 
or she just becomes the she is more ferocious than tigers. But if they uh, if the tiger just one time they become a little angry with you, then you finish. So we're living with our minds. So we may think now my mind is under control. So no need to be very careful. The tiger of our mind will gobble us up. Recently I was in where Czech Republic. And one new devotee was telling me that she had asked some older devotees that why do they watch TV? She said, no, no, we're not affected. Why are you drinking cyanide? Why drinking it? Why are you drinking cyanide? Cyanide. No, I, I won't be affected. So. If you're actually, if you're, in other words, they're saying, I'm so strong in Krishna consciousness, I can do anything, I won't be affected. Actually, if you're strong, you won't want to watch all that nonsense. It means they've become uh, gobbled up by the tiger of mind. Because they've become complacent. They've thought that, well, I've been chanting Hare Krishna so many years. Why not watch the TV? Only a few minutes. What is the harm? Even one moment without serving Krishna or remembering Krishna is a great disaster. If you read in the newspapers, you'll find there are so many catastrophes. It's like another story from the Czech Republic. Uh, one devotee wrote to me that there's a huge flood in Prague, and the whole city was severely flooded for the worst time in more than 500 years. So it was a great disaster. Billions of dollars worth of damage. But even if it wasn't flooded, it would have still been a disaster. Prague is anyway every day a disaster. Not only Prague, but also Moscow and Navarrezhny Chalmy and London and Paris and every city of the world. The disaster is that everyone is forgetting Krishna. And in our own lives, if we don't remember Krishna, that's also a disaster. It's an even greater disaster if, after getting the knowledge of Krishna consciousness, we engage in activities that will spoil our Krishna we want to see that devotees take up Krishna consciousness and they go on steadily and strongly and remain firm on the path. Don't waver. Or even if because of Maya we waver, we should keep on going. Actually, we require so many devotees to preach this Krishna consciousness. It's a fact. It's not just a figure of speech, but it's a fact that great disaster is going on at every moment. That people are living and dying without knowing Krishna. Every devotee should think how to bring Krishna consciousness to others. Bring Krishna consciousness to others and help those who are already in Krishna consciousness to become strong. When we first come to Krishna consciousness, we're just trying to understand what is the basic philosophy. But after some time, when we become a little strong, uh, then we should try to help others who are coming in newly. And not only help those who are new, but sometimes even all the devotees need some help. Maya is such that she may strike even experienced devotees. So it's important that we go out and preach and bring new people to Krishna consciousness. But even more important is to help those who are already in Krishna consciousness to remain strong. Those who are steady on the path, they should remain safe. Become fixed and remain so. Here in this verse, Krishna speaks about the one person among many who becomes fully Krishna conscious.
Srila Prabhupada used to quote a uh, couplet from the teachings of Chanakya Pandit with a similar input. Ekas Chandrashtamohanti Kinna Taragamopicha that one moon is sufficient to destroy the darkness. What is the use of many stars? We see in the sky at night, of course in the city you may not see very much, but in the country you'll see millions and millions of stars. But on a new moon night, even if the sky is clear, you may see millions of stars, but you can hardly see your finger in front of your face, if you're in the country away from the neon lights. But when there is a full moon, then you can, uh, it's fully bright and you can run in night. You can see the parts of the So the moon is also one of the stars. Nakshatrana Mahamushashi, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, among the stars I am the moon. But the, uh, the moon is unique among all the stars. Because the moon gives more light than all the stars combined. So Prabhupada used to say to his disciples that you become like moons. Moon gives light to the world. It's especially significant that the moon gives light in a situation which is uh, inherently dark, namely the night. So this material world is a place of darkness as much, in as much as there is the darkness of ignorance, of lack of knowledge of Krishna. But if there is one devotee who is like a moon, then he can give light everyone to take advantage of. Just like we see Prabhupada, he was one person, but by his effort, the whole world, which is lacking knowledge of Krishna, this whole world was devoid of knowledge of Krishna, but Prabhupada gave knowledge of Krishna. So Prabhupada used to say, I am one person, but you, all my disciples, you take up this work and spread it more. So we request all the devotees to become like moons spreading the pleasing radiance of Krishna consciousness all over the world. You don't have to change your position. In whatever position you are, be an ideal devotee. If you are a housewife, you can show an ideal example of how to be a housewife in Krishna consciousness. If you are a Grihastha man, you can uh, perform your duty of earning money for the family and at the same time preach Krishna consciousness and in this way be ideal. If you are a Brahmachari, then actually be a Brahmachari. Brahmachari means to act always on the spiritual plane. And it should not be Brahmachari, that's another word, which means Lampat, um, Vicentius. Uh, the Abhichai literally means one who be, indulges in loose sex life. Mm. And similarly, if one is a sannyasi, then he shouldn't be, a, as it's called, a ladu sannyasi. Simply collecting ladus. Taking sannyas to fill with them. Actually, a Brahmin, he is supposed to use his tongue in the service of the Lord. That is known in uh, Vedic culture that one should feed the Brahmanas. So, some Brahmanas they go from place to place and they accept meals and they accept some donation, and in this way they live comfortably. So, yes, the Brahman is supposed to use his tongue in the service of the Lord, but eating is maybe for what maximum half an hour a day. 
although Ramana Bhojana Priya it is said that Brahmanas they like to eat mortar. But actually there's the balanced tongue they're supposed to use their tongue in glorifying the Supreme Personality of Godhead to us. So try to become ideal devotees. It is every devotee's duty to become a great personality. How does a devotee become great? Once Tamal uh, Krishna Maharaj well, he's incomparable, actually. A unique leader in our Krishna consciousness movement. He told a story that in the early days of the Krishna conscious movement, Ramananda Prabhu, he was heading up the ISKCON in New York. And on the other side of America, in Los Angeles, Tamal Krishna Prabhu was heading up the Krishna consciousness movement. So Prabhupada told Tamal Krishna that you should become big like Brahmananda. Well, Brahmananda was essentially a huge devotee, physically, with a legendary ability to consume prasada. I mean, even in those days, the average devotee had about ten times more than the average karma, at least. That was Prabhupada's... He told, feed the devotees so much that they can't go away, they physically won't be able to go. But even among the devotees who are like world-eating champions, eating championships in the Olympics, the devotees would win all the medals. But even among them, so Brahmananda, he was the leader of the devotees in all worlds, and especially in taking prasada. So Prabhupada told Tamal Krishna that you should become big like Brahmananda. So when the devotees told, heard this, they thought, well, we better start feeding him lots of prasada. So by the time Tamal Krishna Maharaj had uh, that uh, he had become like double in weight, he suddenly thought, well, maybe Prabhupada meant I should become a big leader in Krishna consciousness and not big in body. So you should all become big devotees. Who's cooking this morning? Tell him to cook ten times more immediately. They all have to become big devotees. You don't like prasadam? But actually, how do you become a big devotee? By becoming the grain of dust at the lotus feet of the Vaishnavas. If someone thinks, I'm going to become a big devotee. I'm, I'm going to become a big devotee. Okay, you're all little devotees, I'm a big devotee. I'm very big, and you're only very small. Yeah, okay. Not like that. When one has a very sincere desire to serve the mission of Krishna, then Krishna may bless him in various ways. By developing our service mood with humility, then Krishna may bless us to perform so many services. So let us try to do more and more in Krishna's service, become more and more fixed in understanding of Krishna understand our great responsibility to spread this movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to others. And at the same time, remember Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's fundamental instruction that you always have to remain very, very humble. So sometimes this may seem to be like a contradiction. Once some of Prabhupada's disciples, some Mataji's in Los Angeles again, they asked him a question. That, uh, they said, we're going out to distribute your books. Bob said, very good. 
Prabhupada сказал, Yes, 
doesn't have any exercise. He lived in Bombay for several years. Always very cheerful. And always preaching. People would come to his room and say, preach to them. And uh, I heard that he's been living in a cabin in the forest in California for the last few years. He has one devotee assisting him. He's sending letters to, out to so many people all around the world. He's preaching to them, keeping regular contact. And he also, he also goes out every day for book distribution. He has this old ramshackle vehicle which is designed, it's been adjusted so he can sit in it. And his assistant devotee drives him into the town and sits in front of the store and distributes books. And even though the store doesn't like it, and it, even though it's illegal, he just keeps on going. And somehow or other, because he's an invalid and this and that, he gets away with it. <laughs> I just got information that he has to have both of his legs amputated below the knee. So this is really unstoppable determination and devotional service. He has so many material disadvantages that most people would just dedicate their whole lives just to looking after their bodies. But he's doing much more preaching even than many devotees who are physically much more healthy. This just goes to prove if you have the desire, you can preach Krishna consciousness. So please do it. Become a moon. Give light in this world of darkness. Prabhupada, uh, he said that the moon also has its own light. But uh, he also accepted the modern scientific theory that the moon also reflects the light of the sun. So when we say that you should become like a moon and give light to the world, that means you have to reflect the light that is coming from the sun, Krishna. We cannot do anything ourselves. We never think, today I distributed so many books. I made so many devotees. Simply, we, we shouldn't think like this. We should simply... Try to make ourselves instruments in the hands of Prabhupada and the Acharyas. Let us try to do what we can. Lord. Pray to Krishna to bless us in our endeavors to spread Krishna consciousness. And see the devotees here, they all are very happy in this festival. Is it? They're all happy. Even the living conditions might be a little austere. Very, very close association with all the devotees, 50 in a room. So it's a little austere, but you're all very happy because you're all chanting and dancing in the association of devotees. Then when we see how miserably people are leading their lives, we'll see people at night, all day they're working in some miserable factory, and at night they, they stand in the underground subway and drink some beer, and that's it, that's the that's the high point of their life. That is the, uh, after doing a miserable job all day, the, the what happiness they get, standing and drinking some beer in the cold evening. People are suffering. We have to try to help them. Many people, it seems, they know that they like this Krishna conscious movement. When we were going last night through this subway, we were walking towards it, and we said, oh, you're, you're from Hare Krishna? Many people, they, they're attracted to this. They can see it's something very nice. But they don't have their knowledge of what it is. So, give their knowledge of Krishna. Good, Jagadish and Jagannath, they were distributing books here for some time. All these apartments, they all make profit books. 
Ik heb het